You know, I pride myself on not getting aggravated by many things that don't matter to me whatsoever. And that holds true for for like things like TV shows, books, movies, whatever. I try not to get aggravated about them. But my god, am I pissed. Ooh, let's hope I so by bleep that out. Anyway, today we're going to be talking about and actually I'm not even going to be talking about Legend of Korra. I'm just going to be beating it into submission. Okay? Regardless, if you don't know what I'm talking about, there is these two shows and they're both in the Avatar universe. What is the Avatar universe? Well, it's essentially a universe where instead of, you know, we uh, humans are kind of boring, we have to do things with tools. Imagine if you could be born with the ability to bend one of four different elements. Well, one of like 40 th four different thousand different variations, but we're only going to talk about the four. Um, water, fire, earth, and air. So you can be born with one of these abilities to bend these elements however you see fit. Okay? And there's been two shows that have come from this idea, and that is Avatar The Last Airbender and Avatar Legend of Korra. And Avatar The Last Airbender is one of those shows where if you like it, you could watch it 15 times over and it'll hit you just as hard in the feels every single time. Okay, so Legend of Korra did, because it's the successor to Last Airbender, Legend of Korra had a lot to live up to and it definitely didn't. But today, I'm going to be telling you more like yelling at you my freaking problem. Avatar The Last Airbender was released in 2005, and that was generally around the time when I was watching uh, like cartoons, so that's definitely when I was, saw it. And The Legend of Korra succeeded it in 2012. And I didn't enjoy Legend of Korra at first, okay? When I was, you know, 12, I didn't like it whatsoever. And I, I was thinking to myself a few weeks ago when I, I re-watched Avatar The Last Airbender, I was thinking, maybe I just didn't give Legend of Korra a fair shake, okay? Maybe I was just too wrapped up in wanting more uh, from, you know, Aang's perspective. I don't know why the hell they would have made a new character, why they, they didn't, uh, you know do you know an older version of ang but whatever it, so i decided i was gonna rewatch legend of korra and i had never actually finished it i had watched the first two seasons and i was like i i i think i just had a real bad problem with it because i i loved the last airbender so much i'm a weird guy like that and yes there is no question that avatar the last airbender is far and i mean far superior to Legend of Korra. There is no debate. Okay? Yes, Legend of Korra is 100% technically much better. Animation, fighting, everything about that is just so much better, but that's not what we're looking for, okay? But that's not even my problem. Because Legend of Korra, as its own standalone thing, is great. It is, it's wonderful, okay? When it comes to Korra herself, our avatar, and if you're wondering why it's called avatar, so I told you that you can only have the ability to bend one of these elements. Well, if you're born 
an avatar, which is essentially you're just reincarnated over and over and over, and you're the only person who can control all of the elements. Okay, that's pretty much what the avatar is. And when it comes to Korra, the avatar in Legend of Korra, obviously, uh, she is such a breath of fresh air. My opinion changed from, oh my god, I hate this freaking chick. Why can't we have more of Aang? I hate this. I hate you. I hate you. I'm just going to go watch Last Airbender again. And after re-watching all of Legend of Korra, I was like, I was, I was just wrong, okay? She is 110% the opposite of Aang. Like, 100% opposite of Aang, okay? And that it, it makes it much more enjoyable and much more respectful of it. Uh, of an experience if you but that's only if you're not looking for the same emotionally investing experience that you got in the last airbender okay so if you're expecting something that's up to par with the last airbender you're going to hate legend of korra and that was my original problem so like i said korra is the absolute opposite of ang she solves problems Far different to Aang. Aang is a path of least resistance kind of guy. Okay, he does not like fighting whatsoever. His character was just very innocent and he had a very different take about what he needed to do to be the Avatar. Korra, total freaking 180. She is, she solves her problems by the path of most destruction. Okay, <laughs> she is angry, she is violent. <laughs> and it makes the show feel like it's oh, it's its own thing. And uh, that's, a, that's a positive when it comes to Legend of Korra. And it does stand alone fairly well in the Avatar universe. So, this weekend, I was, I was laying in my bed. I was, I was watching the, uh, the ending of Season 3, Legend of Korra. And I was having a good time absorbing the fantastic animation, the abundant fight scenes, and some truly, and I mean some truly wicked villains. Okay, that is, I'll quickly add that the villains in Legend of Korra make the villains in Avatar Aang look like inconveniences, okay? There's only one uh, good villain in The Last Airbender, and that's Azula, the brat who just wants to blow everything up. And even who was supposed to be the main villain in Avatar The Last Airbender, I mean, like, he wasn't even really that interesting. Totally, totally different in Legend of Korra. Okay, an example, Amon, this crazed MF who wants and is capable of taking everybody's bending away, including the avatars. Okay, so Amon is one of four evildoers that show up in this show, and they're all astounding. Most of them, okay, so there's like one or two that are like, meh. But like most of the villains in Legend of Korra is just great, okay? So I finished season three and I was expecting, you know, season four to have about the same level, maybe slightly less of an enjoyment factor. And uh, I was wrong. I was so, so wrong. Let's outline Korra's character in seasons one through three before I go on a quick rant and end the video. So, you should see a bulletin board if I'm not super lazy. All right. Number one, she is a total badass. Okay, total, total badass. She solves things with her 
Fists of Fury and her masterful bending abilities from the first episode all the way up to the end of season three. She does have, she does evolve as a character. She's not static, but like that's just her personality throughout the entire show. So number two, you know, she has a few romantic interests, right? None of them being particularly integral to the story because, you know, we're only here to see what the Avatar does. But A, since Korra is super hot, and B, she's so super charismatic and all of her dialogue is usually really good, you enjoy it anyway, even though it's worthless. Well, who cares? And number three, she does not back down, okay? Her ends will justify the means. One of her character flaws is that I think they were evolving perfectly throughout Legend of Korra was that she needs to learn how to be more of the Avatar rather than just a force of will. And that is perfectly fine. There needs to be that character arc. It, was, it happened in Last Airbender, blah, blah, blah. So that makes sense. And uh, so she essentially turns into, I'm going to kill you right now into, I'm going to like talk with you for like 30 seconds. And uh, then I'm going to think things through before I just kill you anyway. Uh, <laughs> okay. That's, that's, that's Cora. That, I can't, nope. Can't think of a, the single other thing that is remotely important. And that was her going up to season, the end of season three. And you might be thinking, oh, wow, how how do they... That sounds pretty awesome. I want to watch Legend of Korra. And, uh... So we start season four, and I want you to take the bulletins I just put up, and I want you to, uh, tear them all the mother way up, and then just flush them down the toilet because they're worthless. They're worthless. Doesn't matter. None of it happened, okay? None of it, none of it happened. What? Who's... That's right. That's right. Shredder, 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 shredder. Okay. And what in the flying? Okay. Is all you're going to be thinking throughout season four, the entire time. What the? Okay. I really hope I remember to bleep those out. And, uh, Cora goes from being her own character with her own quirks to being a worthless Worthless, worthless, worthless wimp who should be shot into outer space because OMFG, what the flying hell happened? Someone answer me. You know, the writers thought, you know, you know, uh, oh, he's, he's sitting there, he's writing. Uh, let's, let's rip the part in Last Airbender where, uh, you know, Aang almost dies in this totally epic fight scene. And it was this crazy moment. It was just so awesome. We'll change, uh, Korra to Aang and, uh, or Aang to Korra, right? That's, that's season four for us. Okay. Um, but while it made sense in the Last Airbender when, uh, you know, after he almost dies that he's a little trepidatious about everything, about being the Avatar, about living, that makes sense. But the writer here was like, let's copy it. Let's copy that epic evolution for Aang, and uh, let's take out all the meaningful parts. Okay, you following me? Writers, writers, you following me? Take out all the meaningful parts, all right? 
so we can be woke. I know, I'm, I'm such a genius. Yay. If you really, really liked Korra, everything there was to like is just gone. Let's tally up what a waste of space she is now, all right? Number one, she's a wimp. It made sense when Aang had trepidation, like I just said, about fighting afterwards. That was always his character. Aang never, in The Last Airbender, and I'm 100%, 99.9% certain of this, Aang never really fights throughout the entire Last Airbender. Like, not at all, okay? So he is this wildly powerful bender avatar, and he usually uses his bending to evade or to very politely incapacitate people. And he does no all of this non-lethally. Korra's whole character, in contrast, from one season one to the end of season three, was about fighting. That was her whole shebang. Okay? Do you understand why I am livid? Who the f*** is this bitch? Korra suddenly doesn't like fighting anymore. What? I know. Two. Remember those love interests I was talking about? You know, the ones that were all male? Yeah. So, uh... Yeah, you know how Korra's, like, straight, and, uh, she's definitely a feminine female. Uh, you know what we're gonna, we're gonna do with that? Uh, we're gonna turn her into a straight-up lesbian. For no goddamn reason. That makes no goddamn sense. Okay? The asshole at Nickelodeon must have been you know sitting uh, sitting at his, uh, his 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 computer and he's just like spitting and drooling all over his desk and he's like omg all my friends are going to think i'm so woke okay i swear i'm not a homophobe yay i'm a good guy hashtag #blm let's get it on facebook oh my god i'm so pissed off right now okay i have i have contained myself for most of this short video and I'm, I'm, I'm looking down at my thoughts right now on my phone, and it's literally just caps of me screaming. So, who in their bloody right minds thought to themselves, Hey guys, uh, writers of Legend of Korra, yeah, you know, uh, let's, uh, let's ruin the whole, whole thing, okay? Let's, let's, hey you, you had a good idea? F*** out of here, you're fired, okay? Get out of here, who... Homeless guy on the street? Yeah, get him in here. He'll, he'll have some good ideas. Uh, uh, do we have enough minorities on our staff? 99% of them aren't Caucasian. We need more. I'm, I'm the only white guy. I guess I might. I, I got to leave, guys. I'm sorry. I, I, you're going to be great, all right? Just make sure you add me on the Facebook post for how woke we are, all right? Uh, 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 screw you, man. <laughs>